1: This is Severe MMA, Severe MMA, Severe MMA, Severe MMA, the Severe MMA podcast is finally here.
0: Welcome everybody it's episode 269 of the severe MMA podcast my name is Sean Sheehan bleary eyed today at about fucking four o'clock because last night was a long one three title fights they all went long as we kind of predicted and a lot of the fights went long so it was a long kind of drawn out card good but we will get into that I suppose Graham how are you I suppose you're still celebrating Liverpool winning the league are you?
1: Yeah, yeah, well, uh, yeah, we won't forget about that quickly, yeah. but um, it was obviously a disappointing uh, result uh, at the weekend, but the MMA was, as you said, it was uh, kind of as expected uh, in a lot of the fights, and <laughs> we kind of, all the all the staff at Severe kind of picked the, pretty much the same outcomes, uh, all the same winners, I believe, so uh, people were kind of saying, oh, you just picked all the same winners, but when it kind of was predictable in a way.
0: Yeah, it it was. That was, I was on submission radio this morning and uh, I was talking about that and they were like oh what, what did you think of what? Like, it wasn't a bad card necessarily but like the thing about MMA it's funny because uh, I, I put up a post er, uh, earlier in the week and I uh, quoted off I think it was Luke Thomas saying how unpredictable MMA is and how hard it is to pick the right uh, fighters all the time and get every single one of us individually picked all the same fighters and they all won so it's this is this is an outlier of a card though I, re- I think so because like especially the main card we it's rarely this easy to pick, and it. it's rarely this kind of predictable, like, and all the fights, okay, we, we'll get, obviously get into the fights, because some of them could have gone either way and things like that, but uh, if you're, do nothing but pick the fights beforehand, and look at the results afterwards, uh, it's, it's kind of predictable that way, but, yeah, well, like, overall, a, a pretty good card, so what we're going to do here actually, before we get into the card itself, there's obviously a lot of cards going to be happening uh, over the next while, so what we're going to do on the podcast is Uh, we're going to do a post show obviously we did that last week for this card and we'll do uh, a sorry pre-show and a post show for every fight card so i'll have graham on I'll have different people on with me and we'll preview the show and then we'll review it afterwards as well so there'll be some shows obviously up here on the free feed and some shows on patreon as well so if you want to sign up patreon.com forward slash severe mma podcast actually if you'd signed up last week you would have paid for your fucking year subscription because five of our six bets on the betting show came up. So, like, if you would put a fiver on each of them. Who,
1: who got one wrong?
0: I did. I, I said he bas via KO at five to one. So,
1: so what would you know?
0: Like, uh, that was, yeah. So what would I know? It, it was, uh, like, it was, uh, let's talk about that fight first. It was almost there, like, because she got the takedown and they got stuck against the fence. And Paige did a great job of, like, holding on to her arm. But she was cutting like that arm you know that kind of what, what is it the head and arm throw and she just would have started like punching her now Paige might have given up something and might have got uh, might have got submitted but I feel like if that position hadn't have materialized the way it did, it could have finished. And Paige's Paige got very unlucky as well. Her head kind of got stuck outside Um, when the arm bar went in from Hebass, and Paige just couldn't get back. You know, you're supposed to like I'm not a jujitsu expert running, but you're supposed to like push into an arm bar so they can't straighten it out. You know, Son and Anderson Silva, style, obviously, he couldn't pull it off either, but uh, she couldn't manage to do that because her head got stuck outside the legs and stuff. So it was a, a tough night for uh, for my bet on that one, but I I we both said Volkanovski by decision. I said Usman by decision. You said <laughs> Usman and Masvidal to go to a decision, and there was one more as well. What was your other one? Oh no, Rose Amunis to win. So yeah. We got all of them that was pretty good
1: yeah and i thought uh, i actually thought that i got the the holloway fight wrong <laughs> um, yeah i i actually had a uh, 3-2 48 47 for holloway like i'd have to go back and watch the the fifth round because i, I think that was a disputed round but i thought the, the <laughs> i thought the third like maybe i was watching something different but i don't think so uh i thought the third was like the, the really close round but i just mm. just gave it to uh holloway but yeah. uh, maybe if I watch it back, well, um, I might change my mind. But uh, I was surprised that the judges were some of the judges were scoring the, the fifth round.
0: Yeah, th- 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 like the thing about it is it's one of those fights. I scored it for Holloway as well that was 48-47. But it's one of those weird fights that uh, we have to not throw the baby out with the bat water in this one because we we have to understand mma right we have to understand that there is uh, a way of scoring like if you score a goal in soccer from a penalty it's it's yeah. the same as if you score from far well, i don't yards. think i
1: don't i don't think anybody's really disputing the first two rounds are <laughs> holloway um like but it doesn't matter if you win them by a landslide unless yeah. it's a 10-8 you know uh these rounds the, the third fourth and fifth were close enough mm-hmm. that maybe i'm thinking afterwards oh maybe i need to go back and watch that even though i did score the, the fight for holloway overall like but yeah it's it's, it's as you you said it, it, it's not really some people like you know it's easy to kind of look, look at the fight as a whole and kind of judge that way but that's mm-hmm. not that's not the way the judges are, are doing that's not the way it works
0: mm-hmm. yeah so that this is really a great example of like we need to come down a little bit and kind of take a look at it like even see it's, it's, it's one of those fights where As you said, Holloway won the first, Holloway won the second. I don't think anyone in the world would dispute that. But then the last three rounds are all kind of disputable, maybe. I think uh, Volkanovsky won the fourth, maybe more clearly than the rest of them, if I'm uh, remembering correctly. And the fifth was close and the third was very close. But the fourth was close as well. If if Holloway had won 5-0, would it have been a robbery? Or would it have been a terrible scorecard? If he'd won 4-1, would it have been terrible? I don't think no. so. Maybe, maybe five nil a bit. But I don't think any of them will be bad. But that's, you know, that's how MMA score Close round, like there's and there's a there's a problem as well that we have to understand right that when a round is close, it can go either way. It's what It might come down to one punch. It might come down to one move. It might come down to one submission. It might come down to one, you know, positional change where one guy lands. And the one judge sees it at a different angle, and it's better like that. That's how it is. That's yeah, just or somebody
1: thinks there was more impact in, mm-hmm. for example, that head kick, and others would like ah just graze. It's no, it's no, big game changer or round changer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it's it's a it's an opinion game. The the judging.
0: Yeah, it's... But,
1: you know, I, I definitely, like, you know, I know I picked Volkanovski and I, I thought Max Holloway did brilliantly in the yeah. fight. Like, uh, in the first couple of rounds, I thought this is this is going to be Max Holloway and, you know, fair play to Volkanovski for kind of, you know, mixing it up a little bit, like adjusting and, you know, all, although a lot of people think he lost, he, he definitely made it close enough that he ended up, you know retaining his belt and it definitely didn't look like that was going to happen after the first two rounds like he didn't get blown out of the water or anything but the the major the major impactful strikes and the, the the clean work and the sharpness seemed to be with Max Holloway using his length a bit more mixing it up a bit more he looked he looked to be really on
0: point yeah he did this fight made me look like an absolute genius because I, like <laughs> I called it exactly as it happened like i said max holloway started to uh, in in the first fight he hit Volkanovski with a knee down through the middle and it comes in the third round they did the rewatch uh, and Volkanovski all of his entries into strikes if he's throwing his right hand over the top if he's thrown to the body if he's throwing his leg kick obviously which he threw a lot he comes in he dips down his head and he throws him from that position inside obviously because he's a smaller guy he needs to get inside and Holloway made him pay in that third round I think of the first fight by throwing that knee all, all last night for the first three four rounds Holloway was just touching out that knee all the time. He didn't a couple of times, but didn't throw the uppercut as well. I, I said under the rewatch, Conor McGregor, uh, Marcus Brimage style, throwing that uppercut. He threw it four, five, six times throughout the fight. And he, that's what that's the difference. He fought a long game. He was kicking from out uh, out far. He made it a higher paced game. Made Volkanovski break inside to come inside. Now, didn't, the next part of it was, what adjustments would Volkanovski make? And Volkanovski started fighting that kind of Longer fight himself, or maybe not longer fight, but a taller fight. In the in the third round, he saw the the Marcon style leaping left hooks to get inside, and you know, he put himself in danger to get inside, and he made the fight more even in those last three rounds. Now, whether you think he won it or not, tactically. I said it before coming into the fight, you'll have to watch this fight two or three times to kind of understand the tactics, <laughs> but I think, I think it was such, such a different fight from the first fight because of the adjustments Max Holloway made, and then it was a different fight in the second half of the fight from the first half of the fight because of the adjustments that Volkanovski made, but it's real, uh, completely high-level MMA, like this is the highest of the high-level, and that's a bit of an issue as well when you get the high-level MMA, because it turns into a fight like this where it's not the most exciting fight in the world i really enjoyed it because of the tactics of it um but for like maybe the neutral viewer at home apart from maybe the first two rounds it maybe looked like a little bit of a maybe not a stalemate compared to the main event anyway but like a striking stalemate where they're just kind of going back and forth but it's not big exciting concussive blows i know max landed a few in the first couple of rounds but uh other than that it was like i really enjoyed it did, did you enjoy the fight or did you think it could have been yeah. a, bit, a bit better
1: yeah no i enjoyed it it kind of yeah it was it was close <laughs> rounds and you know you kind of had to keep your eye on it and you, or you admit you might miss a major so yeah i like those kind of fights where it seems on a knife edge either way and uh like i kind of said before that the fight i thought max Holloway kind of plateaued a little bit or yeah. was on his way down but he kind of even though he obviously came out with the loss uh, officially or whatever um, he he definitely he definitely made improvements, uh, and he like. And if they were to fight again, like you know, it'd be a hard fight to pick again. So he he's kept himself definitely very relevant as at the top of the top of the division. And mm-hmm. uh, you know, if this fight had been a little bit wider, he'd probably be looking at like the kind of purgatory where where yeah. you are just kind of waiting for the champion to change.
0: Mm-hmm. That's true. Uh, this might be a weird question, but like, who would you pick if they fought again? Volkanovski's won twice. <laughs> I I right now it probably picks Max, Max Holloway because I
1: thought he won that fight and I thought he made the adjustments better before the fight maybe in the fight maybe Volkanovski made the adjustments but he was kind of forced to make the adjustments And, and because I I did think Max Holloway won the fight so yeah I, I probably leaned towards Max Holloway
0: mm-hmm. me too he kind of like
1: I was kind of concerned a bit about the the not sparring and the, <clears throat> and the, the training over Zoom or whatever he was saying Mm -hmm. before the fight but maybe that time off kind of from in the gym maybe maybe I'm not sure about his gym but maybe they go hard in the gym maybe that time off he's had a hectic schedule for a lot of years uh, Max Holloway so maybe that's done him good or maybe it was you know I don't, I don't know. Like I thought, I thought your your timing, like you know, you might get he might take a while in the first round to get his timing going if he hasn't been sparring. But it didn't, that seemed, didn't seem to be the case at all. He looked fresh and sharp, and the sharpest we've seen him in in a few fights, I think.
0: Yeah, do you believe that stuff about him not actually training for this fight? Yeah. <clears throat> um
1: Like I don't know about a hundred percent, like, but I say like there was probably like a bit of sparring going on. Maybe I, I don't know, like uh, maybe not, but I, I I think probably it wasn't made up in of nothing.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah that i I'd probably agree with that it, it was it was a like it was one of those fights where you, you uh, to, to me as a a f- fan of fights more than like rankings and who deserves what like, I want to see that fight again <laughs> it was such like it was such a great tactical battle and like it feels like i don't know if it, it feels like it's halftime or something <laughs> i know they've fought ten times before but it feels like do we need to carry this on to see who wins out tactically in the end because Holloway, what is he still under thirty? I know Volkanovski is up and coming as well. Maybe in terms of years, I don't know. But like in in terms of uh, you know, the fights at the top level and all that, he's he's younger than uh, than Max Holloway. So yeah, it's. I don't know. Should you do the re- immediate rematch? It's tough. Like like Joanna and Jacek as well with Zhang Weili, Li. What Joanna's lost three title fights in a row. Is it? It's tough to give her another one, even though it was like a really close fight. Holloway's lost two in a row. Now it's tough to give him into the same guy. It's tough to give him another one <laughs> because of that. But fuck it. I'd nearly watch both of those fights anyway. But I suppose that's the joy of MMA, isn't it as so. well? Yeah, well, like, you know, if
1: you, if you look at that division, like, I don't think there's anybody that people would be so upset didn't get the rematch after, yeah. like, you know, Holloway's kind of a fan favourite as well, and he's he's been at the top, and a lot of people I saw did score this for Holloway, so I I don't think to, you don't make, you wouldn't have to argue too much with the fans to make this again. Yeah,
0: this is, at 145, I'm kind of going against what I always say, because <laughs> there's some great guys coming up, like, Megamed Sharapov, you know, um, Yair Rodriguez, Chan Sung Jung, obviously yeah. not a young guy, but Brian- it's, it's true, but it's
1: there's nobody really like banging the door yeah. down at, at, at this exact moment. Like those guys can wait another fight. I think.
0: Yeah, I I agree with that. What would you score it uh, out of ten? That fight? Uh, six
1: point seven.
0: Yeah, that's that's a fair score. I've gone for six point two, um, and only because I want to give Jan versus Aldo six point five. I think it was a slightly better fight in terms of like. I think Aldo did so fucking well in this fight in the start and Yan did so well in it as well, to tactically I think, and uh I was weird last, last week because I, I gave my, myself a pat in the back for Colin last fight. But I said in one of the podcasts during the week, like, oh, it's hard to fight a long game in MMA, you know, because <laughs> you'll get knocked out or you'll get hurt or you'll get fucked up in the first two rounds. But then Yan kind of did that here, didn't he? You know, he kind of started slow, came on late, knew that Jose Aldo would probably tire cutting down to 135 pounds. It was all, like it was always going to be an issue. It was, it was, like, if you ignore that, you're probably ignoring reality. Like, and... <laughs> that that's kind of exactly what happened and Yan kind of, I don't know, did he sandbag him a bit or did he just kind of find his way into the fight and find his his uh, looks uh, and uh, you know, decided to win the fight in in, in, in that way, but it, it certainly looked like that to me am I reading too much into it or do you just think <laughs> yeah, Aldo, no, yeah,
1: no, I think like you know, what was it, was it the end of the first round or the end of this, the first round where he dropped him or he hit, he hit him with a body shot and it seemed to, to hurt yeah, Aldo, he, he did, kind yeah. of curled up a bit, it seemed like Allah was nearly you know, if he had landed the right flurry it might have been over or maybe if it wasn't so close to the end of the round but um i thought jan kind of yeah he kind of eased his way into the fight obviously he has a probably had a lot of respect for for all those weapons and uh you could see that the, like those leg kicks early like i thought they were going to come more because they were they were they were successful but uh but uh, aldo kind of got away from that which we've seen from him um a lot recently mm-hmm. um yeah so um but but you know Jan, like you know he really put a beating on Aldo at the end there, like the ref. Yeah, yeah it was it was like defend yourself or whatever he was saying, like it, 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 repeatedly, and he's just kind of lying on his face. I know the shots weren't like you know devastating or anything, but it was it was way too long. It was it was too long, too long. Yeah, when yeah. the ref was too slow.
0: I couldn't agree more. Like I I watched it back. I said it last night I was like maybe a minute too late, and it was like I, just before I came on here I was scrolling through my phone. There was a clip, and I was like Jesus, it was. It's exactly what you kind of don't want in MMA, you know. Someone with just their head on the mat, with their two hands in their ears like that's uh, just taking mm. blow after blow after blow after blow. It, it like I, know, I, th- I think it
1: was was Bisping who was saying, you know, he's not going to win this fight. Like he was yeah. kind of nearly saying it so the ref could hear him. <laughs> yeah, I kind of thought kind of popped into my head like that. He's he's Bisping's kind of like indirectly trying to talk to the ref here.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I, I thought exactly. But it's it's weird because like. In positions like that, you're kind of, if you're in the referee's mind, you're kind of waiting for that flurry to come, but like, I think the flurries did come, and he still didn't stop it, and that was the issue, like he said, he did stop it in the end, obviously, but yeah, it was probably 15 shots too late, but... It, it wasn't like 15 you know Herb Dean <laughs> Luke Rockhold, um, uh, fucking Chris Weidman shots Chris but Weidman. it was yeah it was it was still pretty bad but and the like the fight itself, as you said um, Aldo, I thought Aldo was winning early uh, but Yan was kind of landing hard Aldo throwing leg kicks in the first round as you said hit him with that body shot and almost finished him Aldo in the second round he came out with like his high might high stands like very much early days of Jose Aldo uh, kicking the legs early threw a head kick and Yan landed almost not and that so it was 1-1 one, one after that aldo again throwing the leg kicks uh yan kind of came on late in the third and the close round in the fourth although you could just see he was tired at the end of the the, the third and in the fourth he was really tired and Yan up the pace almost finished him late and in the fifth obviously finished him as well you, uh, here's a question do you think if this fight happened at 145 that it would have been the same result um uh,
1: five rounds yeah 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 it'd probably be similar yeah i think so and yeah, maybe it, may it would have went to the the five rounds but i think it would have been it would have been clear for for jan
0: yeah like this is the issues i uh, like with frank Egger coming down uh to 135 like when you get older you know you're supposed to go and with <laughs> because you can use maybe your experience you're a little bit slower mm. and things like that
1: and you've kind of been the speed guy when, when yeah. you're at your most successful at 155 you were the, the bouncing around on the outside mm-hmm. doing a lot of you know doing a lot of in and out hitting air so that just volume yeah. uh, and when you're coming up against these really fast guys at 135 like some of these guys are are lightning quick like and mm-hmm. you don't have that you have to change your game and you're you're not a young guy <laughs> you know it's 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 definitely not the, the easy fix that a lot of people seem to think dropping down in weight class it's
0: true isn't mma such a cruel sport as well though? like you see Jose aldo last night and for the first two well parts of the first not all the first two rounds but parts of it he, you know, he was winning, and he looked like, fuck it, can Aldo do it? Like, because I, I looked at it before, I was like, there's way Aldo's can win. And I think it wasn't just me. Lots of people thought there was a way Aldo's can win, or ways Aldo can win. And then he ended up, like, in a pool of his own blood, taking undefended shots for, like, 45 seconds more than he probably should have. Like, it's such a fucking cruel sport. Like, that knockout. Did you see that knockout the other day where your man got, I think it was Boston Salmon knocked the guy out when he was kneeling on the ground, just fucking kneed his head off. And I'm like, oh, my God, that was... That was one of the most sickening things I've fucking ever seen in sports. Like it was disgusting. Like MMA is a cruel fucking sport. And you know we, we they talk about sure. What what was that and, prelim
1: fight where the guy need the guy in the balls twice and yeah, need uh, him on
0: the ground? What fight was Baget Yeah, He got t- taken away two points from macro. Did he get taken away three points? Actually, he got taken two at one time anyway. But I think get, it was two. Yeah. Yeah, but did he get yeah. taken a point before that as well, or am I gone mad?
1: I don't think so No, I don't think so
0: Yeah, Goddard did a good job Anyway, but Yeah, like MMA Is a fucking matchport What are you you doing? What's (laughs) wrong with you? (laughs) Like I've I've kind of given out To Goddard For being too much Of a kind of A a school principal at times But that fucker Deserves it Like (laughs) <laughs> God are just like what Why are you being such a fucking idiot but that lads immediately on team she and I love that sort of fucking behavior because I wasn't like it, well the last one was pretty bad all right but it was it was like all small little dick kicks the whole time. there was dick kicks throughout the whole fucking he fight got, he nearly got
1: away he nearly got away with the knee on the ground because it was like blocked by the forearm initially and it would have been a legal strike because it would have been hitting yourself but then it glanced off that and yeah. did hit him in the head yeah
0: very interesting but I
1: was thinking when they try to block that like you know you end up sm- washing yourself with your forearm in you your do. face is that legal i think that is legal what was
0: that famous fight where that happened and someone got knocked out you probably remember yeah. i think it was koscheck but uh, was it koscheck
1: oh, maybe? Koscheck was, wasn't koscheck maybe
0: yeah who was it woodley and koscheck or not? no yeah, i
1: think I, I i do think the the referee got the call wrong if i remember right in the koscheck fight he had blocked it with his arm and he basically the knee hadn't hit him in the head but the, the forearm had but i think it was ruled wrong if i remember correctly who
0: I can't remember. Yeah, I seem to remember it was because It wasn't Wondly because that was a, not, a knockout Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We we'll, we we'll look it up. Uh, what would you give the Aldo Yan fight out of ten?
1: Mm, um. Oh, uh, yeah, six and a half. Yeah, mm-hmm. somewhere around know. there as well. So, like
0: yeah. What, what do you think, Jose Aldo should do? Should he retire?
1: um should he retire well like a lot of people should retire probably but i don't think aldo's one of the ones that you have to that is like you know he can take a step down in competition and not just fight for belts every time and i think he can do all right like mm-hmm. yeah, you yeah. Know, the marlon marais the the peter yarns of the world maybe are, are a little bit too much for him you know he's not getting blown out of the water or, or anything like uh you know obviously the way it ended wasn't good but as you said he was in that fight for a long period of the fight Mm-hmm. Um yeah no I, I don't think Aldo like you know, pe- like if Aldo wants to keep fighting I don't have a problem with that at all.
0: Yeah I think he should probably go back up to 145 though if he does I don't I don't know if 135 suits him at all especially if he's fighting five round fights but yeah look Josie Aldo is, I know he's been one of your favorite fighters for a long time and me too and I think a lot of Irish people really respect him and don't like kind of what happened to him around the McGregor fight not necessarily from McGregor because you know all fair in love and war and stuff but that fucking stupid uh, you know, mattress company putting the thing up in Dublin and things like that. Like, uh, I don't know. Like, Aldo deserves... I know okay, Aldo's no fucking angel himself, but he's a legend of the sport and I don't think he deserved any of that. And I feel like Irish fans kind of want to see good for Jose Aldo. And, you know, if retiring is that, if getting a couple wins and then retiring is that, you know, I wish him the best anyway, so hopefully it's okay. And Jan, yeah, like, it's it seems like Jan versus Sterling is the fight to make unless Suda decides to come back. Uh, Jan versus Sterling for you?
1: Yeah, well, it's, it's definitely a an interesting fight. It's like I don't know who I'd pick in that because like when Sterling's on, he's absolutely brilliant as well. Like, and he seems to be putting it together more and more. And you know that that win over um, Corey Sandhagen. Uh, uh, is huge. Uh, the, the way he did it, more than you know, he's definitely a top opponent. But he just ran through him like, uh, and if he can, if he if he can come in in that in that form, you know, it's, I'd have to I'd have to watch back. But that's a, that's a fight that's hard to pick.
0: Yeah, I think I'd pick Sterling after last night. I would have picked Jan before that. Like I don't know, Sterling. But you have
1: that thing of fighting a legend as well. Yeah. Like in for Jan, like you know, it's uh true, yeah. Sometimes that affects people, and you know, those obviously very crafty as well. Like well rounded. Um and like you know Jan did do some really good things like you know uh, we haven't really seen Aldo go down like that uh, like he did from that body shot Mm -hmm. yeah
0: very true you know
1: he definitely has some he has some you know working the body working the head Uh, Jan even like you know able to take Aldo down I know Aldo looked tired, but you know he kind of threw him down at one stage he definitely is still developing as well i know sterling is as well but it's it's a t- it's a tough fight and i yeah definitely lo- love to see that fight yeah
0: and Yann is one of these guys as well that even if he's losing for large portions of the fight like saying maybe not in the first round necessarily but he can land that big concussive or that big body kick and knock you down like we saw aljama sterling that happened to him against marlon rice you know he was winning parts of the fight and then boom knocked out with a with a knee and, Peter Yan can do that, to you, and he's fantastic on the break as well. So that's a, that's a great fight. Like that's that's I think that's the hardcore fight, you know, because it's one, two of the best fighters in the world. But you know, right up there, pound for pound, best fighters in the world. Even if people maybe don't know him, or even if they haven't those big huge wins to prove that. But we know it is, and everyone listening to this podcast knows it is. And if it happens, it'll be uh, it'll be absolutely fantastic. So yeah, I can't wait to uh, to see that. Right, this main event: Usman versus Masvidal. <sighs> I don't know. I <laughs> I feel like I. Uh, I don't know. What what are your thoughts on this? I was on Submission Radio earlier and I kind of gave out about Masvidal and stuff and people didn't like it, but I'm going to probably do it again here. What did you say about about
1: Masvidal?
0: It just felt like Masvidal... Well, I didn't say this necessarily on that show, but I was thinking... It felt like Masvidal took it on short notice, tried to maybe land uh, when he got the opportunity, knew he was going to lose, showed up for the paycheck. Uh, like maybe I'm very harsh there, now, Maybe that's mm. very harsh,
1: but no, I think I think these guys, these top level guys, have really like you know b- huge belief in themselves. Like, and uh, I don't like m- maybe there was some doubts in his mind, but I don't think he was going in there thinking no, I'll just go in for a paycheck and lose this because he he had you know he had that fight in the near future pretty much guaranteed or another big fight, and he still does he still does like you know he still has win win a fight or two and. You know, people would be like, ah, short notice, mm-hmm. Usman, terrible style matchup, all that stuff. And it was a terrible style matchup. And Usman, you know, hes he's been doing this to people since fucking The Ultimate Fighter, since, we, since we've seen him. Mm-hmm. You know, he's obviously much more re- well-rounded now than The Ultimate Fighter. But still, like, you know, uh, it's a, nobody's been able to stop it. Um, but pretty much nobody's been able to stop his style. And uh, obviously, <laughs> uh, Jorge Masvidal trained for, for Ben Askren. Um like a, that's obviously going to you. You'd expect that w- was a very heavy do- wrestling, um camp. wrestling heavy camp. Mm-hmm. But just Usman is just different level, he, even wrestling wise to Ben Askren, and strength wise, and you add in the striking, and uh, obviously his striking isn't as good as Masvidal's. But with the, with the threat of the takedowns and the the energy that zaps, and we kind of talked about all this before the fight, it kind of just went the way we thought it would go.
0: Hmm. Yeah. I, I when you say he's striking isn't better than or Masvidal's striking is better than Usman, I did not did last night prove that. Like I, I, think Usman won lots of the striking <laughs> well, battles. It was
1: like a straight, straight striking battle. Like maybe,
0: like yeah, <laughs> You know, you said on the thing before I put out the clip last night. Masvidal is overrated. Like Masvidal is a good fighter, and like it's weird because I'm saying this because it's it's very, very harsh. But like Masvidal has had a fantastic year or eighteen months. He's done brilliantly. He's done something like. You know, like, great fighters coming up, like, kind of top-level journeymen, if you want to put like that, like, top 15, like a Joe Lozon, he never had something like this, or, you know, even a, maybe Diego Sanchez did have one title fight, but, you know, there, there's some been some great fighters down through the years who have been in the position of Masvidal and have never managed to get two or three... You know, huge fights like this. You know, halfway so who beat fucking Masvidal, or like a Derek Brunson, or, or you know a Paul Felder. Even you no, know, these people have never risen to the level Masvidal has in terms of pay and in terms of popularity. But that doesn't take away. And you said this in under the, the betting show beforehand, like he is not a high level fighter in comparison to the likes of Usman or the likes of a wonder by Thompson we saw both of those guys mark him basically in in the term uh, in in the last what two years or something like that or you know Colby I think would beat him pretty comprehensively like he's not one of the top Three or four best welterweights in the world, but he's put himself into that position. He's vaulted himself into that position because he took out Ben Askren in five seconds. When everyone thought Ben Askren was brilliant, and you know he beat Darren and, Till, and you know, was Till a and that and, was brilliant. Yeah, that, like that was his best man.
1: Yeah, I mean, like and then people kind of thought he was this knockout artist that if you look at his career he's not he just isn't really. Uh, he, obviously he got a streak going there but I think people overestimated uh his like the threat of him knocking Usman out basically. Uh yeah, I think like uh, I think a striking probably is better than Usman's a little bit if it was just, if it was a striking match, but it isn't a striking match and you know Usman Asman I is like okay maybe he doesn't get every takedown but he just makes it so difficult like pushes up against the cage makes you constantly work and yeah you know, we have we, seen from guy after guy that fights him it's just extremely difficult to deal with and uh, yeah uh, the fight just just I like uh, people talking about short north I think the fight we kind of talked about it before the fight probably going to go very similar no matter yeah no matter how much notice there, there was for either guy yeah
0: we're going fight find a second I want to make one more point you know you always make the point about uh, you know people are talking about how do you become a superstar in like the that. And you know, obviously, McGregor is the one example we'd use, and he made himself a superstar. You know, he did interviews with us and Ariel and other places as well. I went and did things and said things and I oh, made all the right moves at all the yeah, right time I kind.
1: understood what people yeah. wanted him to say and like all that stuff as well. Like and what they were fight.
0: looking for, mm-hmm. and also, um, and Mas has done exactly that in the last while. Now, he's made some ups as well. He probably ruined the McGregor fighting himself. um and you know maybe he shouldn't have taken this fight because maybe he would have got a McGregor fight or he would have got another Nate fight and then could have taken this fight but we we talk about that maybe in a second but like he went out there and he won his fights he went out there and he punched Leon Edwards backstage and he wore his funny things and he said funny, you know, super necessary and people caught on to it and he made the right decisions at the right time and he put himself in this position like the UFC didn't do it for him or he didn't piggyback off Conor McGregor or he didn't piggyback off of John Jones or whoever it might be he made himself this and he did a fantastic job of it like for a guy who's a limited fighter a very good fighter now don't get me wrong but there's lot Jake Ellenberger was a very good fighter as well but he never got to, to this level you know there's, there's lots of guys in this position I, don't, I think
1: he's like a lot more well rounded than like a Jake Ellenberger I don't buddy. think he yeah. is yeah. I don't think like, Jake Ellenberger is a right hand and like decent yeah. wrestling good wrestling
0: but what's <laughs> Masvidal well? like he's he's a, good, he's a good fighter a good fighter but he's not a top five fighter like I don't think he is I don't think he ever was but like he, he made himself um And a knockout artist in people's eyes, he made himself like a gangster in people's eyes. He made himself a fan favorite, and and maybe he was some of those things for a while. Um, And like he, he created this illusion that he was one of the best welterweights in the world, even if he wasn't. And you know, maybe he was. Maybe I'm completely wrong, but he's he did a fantastic job, like just a fucking fantastic job. But. It ended for him last night now maybe he can rescue mcgregor i don't think him.
1: it's ended i don't think it's I, ended for him like you know if he comes back with a couple of nice wins like people will forget quickly I mean, And like right off the ozman yeah. there's a lot like you know you have the week's notice or whatever all that stuff you, you just you keep winning and, and see where the chips fall like we short memories MMA. yeah
0: mm, i think it's going to be tough but yeah we'll see should have it defined itself so as came out you know trump bombs early um Knocked down with a leg kick. Uh, Usman didn't do much really in the first, and Masvidal was kind of boxing better, and Masvidal probably won that first very close. Uh, the second, yeah, round... I don't
1: know. I, I, I saw a lot of people, or people, seemed to score that for for Masvidal, but I actually scored it for Usman uh, every round for Usman.
0: Mm-hmm. I scored it for Masvidal. I thought it was maybe one of those rounds where, you know, if you watch it again, like a John Jones round, you you might score it for um for Usman, but in the second round it was all clinch. Masvidal got a bit late, but not enough, Uh, and the third, Masvidal immediately went, just backed himself onto the cage, seems like he wanted Usman there for some reason, there was a dick kick in the middle of the round, and Masvidal took maybe two minutes, which was wise, but Usman got a late takedown again, and Masvidal did nothing, and the fourth clinch, Masvidal got out, and I said at the time, you know, it was probably 2-1 going into that round, and on two of the judges carried at wads, and Usman had done absolutely nothing for like the first three and a half minutes, and Masvidal got like a full minute, and he could, if he'd won that round, if he'd landed some big shots, he could have brought it into the fifth round, as crazy it might have been, he could have brought it into the fifth round at 2-2 and given himself a chance, Uh, but Usman won the striking battle in the last minute of that fight and made a 3-1, in the fifth round there was a takedown, Um, Masvidal moved around a bit in the bottom, Uh, Usman got on top, landed a few, but not too much, Uh, there was a bit of a front headlock for a while, and Masvidal got up and really did nothing, a poor fight to be honest, like, (laughs) <laughs> Mas- Look, Masvidal came in. He tried to land his strikes three or four times throughout the fight, uh, failed badly, and was kind of happy. I think. I don't know. I, uh, I don't know. I, I didn't like it at all. <laughs> I, don't <know. laughs> I don't know. He's happy. I don't know. He seemed happy He was laughing. I don't fucking... know. What did you like? What
1: did you expect from the, the fight? Like,
0: I don't know. I, I like. I expected him to fight a bit, a little bit more tactically. Like my high hopes for Masvidal were. But
1: well, like you know, after what fifteen seconds, he was on his back and.
0: Uh, yeah, but he got up again. Like, uh, let's say McGregor versus uh, Mendez. He was put on his back the whole time throughout the first round, and he got up and he f- fucking beat the shit out of him. And then he did it in the second round again and he knocked him out. Like, that's. Yeah. If you're this big knockout artist. But the striking,
1: you... discrepancy, uh, striking discrepancy is, is different. Um, yeah. fact, obviously, we, we were talking about it before. Like, Masvidal isn't this knockout machine that mm-hmm. he kind of. People who kinda of only heard of him recently with his talking with his obviously impressive knockout streak. <laughs> but uh but uh it's not really you know, he's not really known for that. He's not one of these these guys. So uh, obviously he had a chance of, of of doing that to Usman. Like Usman is most most vulnerable on the feet. Um because he I don't think has he ever been on his back from more than any kind of the no. Covington put him on his back, I don't think uh, so. Or no. the a, maybe momentarily. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But you know uh, that was where he had the chance to win. I understand that, but it wasn't this huge. Like, you know, it's either going to be a vicious knockout or it's going to be a five-round decision. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It just, it just kind of went as I expected it to, yeah, to, to go. Me too. Maybe the takedown was a little bit earlier <laughs> in the first round than I expected.
0: Mm-hmm. Twenty-eight. Harhem as All fights have gone to a decision. Twenty-eight. So yeah. What would you score to fight out of ten? <sighs> Four and a half. Very fucking nice to them. I'm giving it a two by one. I, I thought it was rubbish. I didn't didn't enjoy it. Didn't enjoy the fight at all. Anyway, uh, Rosamunis versus Jessica Andrade. This was another close fight again on, on the judges' scorecards. I thought Rose won the first. Lord, Jesus, Rose is like the nicest fighter in the UFC to watch. She's just so clean and precise. and she's
1: Well, until the, until the third round. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, she did. Uh, the second round even was very close, but I, I'd give it to Rose. And then the third of was relatively close to a 10-8 Rose got her nose burst open and her eye kind of closed Andrade just started kind of throwing bombs and I don't know was it? I don't know what it was with Rose maybe it was the preparation was uh, an issue because you know anyone who tre- trains with Trevor Whitman uh, seems to always be really well prepared but maybe that was an issue or something like that but Andrade give her credit as well she did very very well that was I think that one fight at night if I'm not mistaken yeah it did and I, I think it deserved yeah. it very good fight wasn't it
1: yeah it was I think Andrade did better than I thought as well Um, obviously I I picked the decision for Rose but uh, in the third round it it looked like that was a jeopardy and as you said I didn't think think it was a 10-8 but one stage in the round you were thinking this could turn into a 10-8 but uh, no I think the the correct decision uh, uh, was rendered in the end Mm -hmm.
0: do you do the do you do the trilogy do you give Rose the title shot what do you think you should do Zhang Wei Li has no contender at the moment
1: yeah, I think um, yeah, I think so. I think Rose and Yang, um, <laughs> Joanna, maybe get her get her uh, another win, and then you can you know, kind of maybe a win or two, and then you can kind of sell that again as well. So uh, maybe somebody else will come through as well. But uh,
0: Suarez, there, thereabouts as well as always
1: yeah just uh, the style of this matchup maybe is hindering her getting a title shot um yeah
0: she's been injured as well a lot so that's, that's
1: yeah it's true issue. yeah maybe you do think, uh, like you know at the at the best of times dana is kind of uh, allergic to uh her style
0: yeah um amanda he i know she fought a flyweight last night but i think she's coming back down maybe hebat versus andrage would be a good fight um the, like the, the, they both fought last night i think that might be good but uh yeah i wouldn't mind seeing Andraj versus uh yinjecek too maybe even again uh if if joanna's not getting the title shot but there's lots of good fights to me. like that women's 115 pound division has fucking killers all over the place and ex-champions all over the place as well it's a fantastic division so I'm looking forward to seeing what happens there uh we talked about obviously the Hebest fans i'm fine to the start uh Yuri Prohatchka against Falcon Odzimir was a fucking barn burner as well. A great fucking fight. Uh Prohatchka coming out, I, I I I like to think of as like I want to see him fighting Johnny Walker. <laughs> he's just pants around, around. He's got I know we've seen a bit of him in Risen and stuff, but uh and he's fought King Mo and uh, CB Dalloway and things but like they're not at the level of say Volkan Odzimir who's probably ranked in the top 5 or 6 at the moment the light heavyweight and Volkan had his you know he had his uh, he shot as well and he landed some big shots but Prohachka did very very well Um, landed I think it was a left high kick uh, a lovely jab and in a right hand KO around the guard of Volkan Odzimir and fucking slept him Really good, like for to make your UFC debut against someone like Volkan Oezdemir, who's been around and who's a very very good fighter, very impressive by Prohachka, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, it was, and like you know, it was a it was a big knockout as well. Like, and uh, you can add that to the highlight reel. Obviously, his record is very good twenty seven and three now. Uh You know, Oezdemir, he's he's he seems to just get tired in all these fights. Uh, mm-hmm. I know, I, I know, he kind of just kind of got. You know, he's 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 fought some top level guys but he he hasn't seemed to close that hole in his game and um, maybe this one was to do with you know the coronavirus or something like that but that's definitely uh, a weakness in his game that if you can bring him along and he seems to struggle but um yeah it was a it was a vicious <laughs> vicious fight at times there was some big strikes going in there and uh, you kind of always got the feeling that somebody was going to go down
0: yeah it was very good uh salikov versus zeki split decision didn't really watch. Did you watch this fight? I was like, I was eating pizza or something. Like, yeah. Who yeah. Cares. To be honest, I, I, yeah. Yeah. Um, McQuillan, Henry. Very good stuff by McQuillan, Armickaney. What was that? Americani in Sbg. I know the gyms were closed, so he probably re- couldn't train there with with everyone else anyway. But you you do have you heard anything about Americani? Yeah.
1: No, I'm not sure.
0: That's, it's interesting, like, because Ireland is one of those places where like. Gyms have actually been closed, you know, compared to maybe other countries. And I, I don't think SBG have been training. I mean, like, obviously, all the lads have probably been training by themselves and stuff and uh, until maybe very recently. So, yeah, it'd be interesting. Um, I haven't heard where, what happened with him, but very good win for County yeah. and, and Irish. Yeah, so.
1: You know, they, uh, they said in the commentary that, uh, that Henry had said, or Henry's uh, team had said they were working sp- uh, specifically on defending that Anaconda joke, and he mm. still got put out cold. So, yeah. uh, good sportsmanship as well. <laughs> but, yeah. Amir lifting up his legs uh, yeah. turning them over.
0: Amir I'm going to start calling it <laughs> Amir very good. Uh, Leonardo Santos beat Bogotov in that dig kick match that was fantastic um, almost ended up in a DQ but Santos got the decision after two points were taken away so fair play to him. Uh, Martin Tabora, uh, Paiva and Rosa all got decision wins. I was impressed by um, by Rosa I thought like, her one right down the middle were very very good and she's she looks, she looks a good fighter. But uh, Vanessa Mello, you know, she's all right as well. And in Davy Grant, um, an orphan Jake interviewed him during the week. He looks to have improved a lot Davy Grant, and I thought he looked slick on the feet and got a beautiful. I I, I always love a bit of a left, left hook, hook, but I, uh, it was it was nice, wasn't it? Very good finish.
1: It was actually just reminds me uh, Davy Grant. Just remind me, where is the ultimate fighter? Is there any? Is there any? Yeah, is I'm, it just
0: dead or? No, I think they're coming, they're on about doing Izzy versus Paula Costa, I think, but I don't know if that's happening or not. Dan White's contender series is coming back as well. So, yeah, like the problem with the Ultimate Fighter is like if you want just fights, which the Ultimate Fighter has kind of become over the last ten seasons, maybe. Just do it in Dana White contender series because you can get more fights and it's probably more fun in that sort of show where you have one fight that might be shit every week and then you have to watch an hour of just dim training going to bed early. Like the joy of the Ultimate Fighter before was fucking Junie Browning and Rob Browning throwing eggs yeah. at people and Tom Lawler. I think I think you
1: really need like bed. a bad blood to, between two guys, two like top guys as the coaches, and you need some some like actual names that people can get excited about. Uh in the house and the the fact that like, you know, there used to be like a UFC caliber thing that, oh this guy's not UFC caliber there is no UFC calibre now. Like mm-hmm. there's just, it's it's hard to get people excited about some other guy from who's five and oh nobody has ever heard of oh he fights at A, T and T oh great. And you've kind of seen all the drama in the house, it's all the same kind of stuff. Um mm-hmm. you you really need the coaches to be like at each other's throat or to, a, a big rivalry to like if it was john jones and dc for example
0: yeah yeah then
1: people might be interested
0: <clears throat> mm-hmm. uh i wonder could you get mcgregor to do it again
1: probably not like it's yeah. a long time and yeah i don't know who knows
0: yeah could you get triple c in there did triple c do it before
1: do you think people would be interested in that though
0: maybe if you got like if you got him versus uh I don't know maybe there isn't anyone actually <laughs> <But> yeah. <laughs> yeah i I don't know maybe um, but yeah Look, This fight was pretty good, this card, and we'll, we'll preview the other card, probably out-choose them, maybe or something like that. Let's answer a few questions, though, because there was a few big things that happened this week as well. Uh, Christopher Graham asked about the Venom deal, and he thought you know, like, it was funny, then I put out a, a tweet there <coughs> recently, or already did an interview, and he goes, oh, it's between Venom, Under Armour, and Nike, and I'm like, okay, I wonder who the fuck it's going to be, so, but, yeah, what, what do you think about it?
1: Yeah, what are the figures? Do we know the figures yet. No. They said in the, in the press
0: release that the fighters are going to be getting more than they did in the Reebok mm-hmm. deal, so.
1: We don't have figures, though. No, we've no figures. And was it not very recently that like a lot of the reebok money hadn't actually been paid out? What's happening with that? Like, yeah,
0: uh, I, I don't know. Like, I was, they, they made promises. There's nothing written. There's no, you know, collective bargaining agreement with the fighters. They have no representation or anything like that. They're just given what the UFC wants them to give them, and you know, they might say they're going to give them a certain to amount
1: them. of fights. Is it if you have between like, I, yeah. I, I, if I remember right, like, but yeah. Um, I suppose, uh, I don't really know much about, I don't train MMA, maybe Venom's a good brand for for training with, but uh, uh, as a worldwide brand kind of has the reason they said they brought in Reebok to kind of like legitimize it as like, you know, the same Mm kind of deals as as bigger sports or more popular sports have, this definitely isn't that.
0: 100 percent. yeah th- i think that's exactly it. but they, they only really brought in Reebok so they could sell the UFC and they did the well, same they, can,
1: if they if they make venom clothing and let the let the fighters get sponsors maybe not have like you know 25 yeah. sponsors all over you and a big banner behind you 10 more like it used to be but like a few sponsors like a, a couple of decent a spot in the back of the shorts or something like that like mm-hmm. uh that would be great for the fighters but are they going to do that I
0: doubt it. Yeah, I don't think they're, they are either. But, like, yeah, I saw a few people talking about Venom who, like, do trend. They said their gear is very good and obviously very MMA-specific gear, so it's great for that. But you made the exact point there. Like, it's... The USC did this because they wanted to look better on the worldwide scene and as a real sport and all. And maybe Venom will make non-fucking snakes and skulls type of stuff like they have been known to before. Uh, but yeah, like I think it probably would have been better if it was a Nike or something like that. But maybe Venom offered a better deal and it'll be better for the fighters. And if it is, sure, it's all well and good. But yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's a weird one. Um... Mike Perry, as well, did you see he assaulted a guy in the bar and used the N word over and over again? uh, And the OC came out and said (laughs) basically they won't be giving him a fight until he uh, undergoes, um, you know, an evaluation or whatever else like that. Like, it it was one of those ones where you saw it and, like, oh my God, there's, uh," you know, the combination of two things. I know he's used the N word before and he's probably, uh, but I don't know about the, uh, the other stuff, but like, to, to see that on video and with an assault as well like you had to do something I know people would probably be giving out sure Colin McGregor did the same thing and he did like and nothing happened to him but that's that's the reality of the sports uh, when when you do that uh, did, did they, like did they say anything about McGregor that time when he hit the lead in the pub I don't think they probably did did they
1: um I can't remember. Yeah, but this this Mike Perry thing was, was really bad. Yeah. Uh but with Mike Perry you kinda if anybody was gonna do this kind of thing, he'd be towards the top of the list of, mm-hmm. of guys.
0: Yeah it's yeah it was it was a sad one it's like you just don't want to see this sort of thing happening you know with mma kind of put, especially in this kind of current climate is yeah it was really really bad um should max holloway move to lightweight what you think like mm, i think the
1: volkanovsky fight is still there like if he was to to lose that uh, again um yeah then maybe maybe it is time but you know it didn't go too well against us and and kind of nearly began the slide for for max holloway mm
0: mm-hmm. Uh and last question here. Do you think it's time now to make Colby Covington versus Leon Edwards for the number one contender spot if Gilbert Burns is getting the title shot at uh at Usman? I think that fight makes a lot of sense.
1: Yeah, yeah, it does, yeah.
0: Um I don't know if uh um, re- that take.
1: Burns fight straight away. Yeah.
0: As long as he's okay over the coronavirus, like I'm sure he will be but he's uh, you know, an athlete and everything like that. But uh yeah. so, I did I think he did say he was kinda of sick and stuff, so Hopefully, uh, hopefully we'll be all right. But uh, yeah, I think you uh, you book that one. Like you can probably book that one. Although uh, Usman said he's gone on on holidays and stuff with his family, so maybe not. But like he didn't take any damage at all last night. It was a, a pretty low. Uh, output certified as well. I know, you know, when you go fucking twenty five minutes, it's not how low output. Sure, I'd say
1: he's but. done. He's done hundreds of thousands of rounds, like yeah. similar to those rounds in the gym. Mm-hmm,
0: yeah, I'd say you can make that fight probably before the end of the year, and uh, let's let's do it. Like Burns is, I, I think I'd favour Usman to beat Burns, but I think that's probably the best fight you can make for. Usman because Burns is a good striker and he's very good jiu as well, good on the ground. So I think that's a that's a good fight. He's ever
1: improving as yeah, well. Yeah, maybe just yeah. a little bit extra time might might be better for him.
0: Yeah, and it's a pity though because I think like the yeah maybe that is the case, but maybe also like taking fights quickly and you know and kind of uh in behind closed doors which he's had two already i think that might have benefited him if he could have got the fight at the weekend and maybe made it a little bit closer so maybe that's gone but yeah i'm looking forward to that fight and i think it uh i think it should be good right that's it um we'll talk about wednesday's cards on either here or on patreon um during the week and uh yeah we we'll leave it at graham any any final parting words or anything for the people before we uh, before we go
1: and thanks for supporting the, the Patreon and uh yeah, putting up with Sean. Uh, <laughs> I know it's hard. You're just trying to donate money and you have to constantly be bombarded by it.
0: <laughs> when are you gonna do something? When are you gonna put out a few fucking podcasts on Patreon?
1: Yeah, I must. I must uh, pull up my bootstraps.
0: Yeah, head into SBG there and interview a few of the lads. I know a lot of them, a lot of things to say. Sharonny across the road. Go on.
1: Is it back open? Is not it? It is.
0: It's... They are, aren't there. I think the gyms are back no. open there. Oh yeah, I Not saw true. team. I saw team KF thinking about like they. I saw the uh Tom King put it up or Arm. Maybe with just the the team KF things itself. They said like you have to be dressed before you go into the gym, and then you have to leave immediately straight after. You can't show or anything. So they're, like all the gyms, I saw a couple more gyms doing the same sort of thing. So they all seem to be taking it very seriously, which is, which is very very good. And uh, hopefully we'll be all back to normal, very soon because it's uh it's going well. And also we must must say as well. Um yeah, if I didn't do the podcast without saying this, I'd be disappointed in myself. But credit to the UFC for all the things they did in Fight Island, like the the protocols they did from before they left to when they got there to during the shows and everything. Absolutely fantastic. You know, people are giving out mad to me for me giving out mad at the start of this. And this is exactly what I wanted, you know. This is what the people who gave out about those that one in Brazil and the first few that happened in Florida and the one that was supposed to happen in the in the the, where was it the oh what's the name of that little place where the flyweights used to fight oh my god how do i not know all right oh,
1: uh, tachi tachi palace. tachi
0: palace yeah tachi palace like that would have been horrendous like it would have been so bad and uh i'm glad people myself and other people spoke up about that because not enough people did and i'd like to think uh it, it went somewhere to, to getting what uh happened uh in in the last uh in the last while and it, you can't run a safe mma event in the middle of this pandemic but Or, as I say, any safe event. But, I think they got about as close as possible to running a safe event as you could. So, credit to the UFC. Absolutely fantastic job. And, obviously, you know, credit to the UFC. Fucking, it came out that uh, the Abu Dhabi government and stuff were actually paying for it. So... The, you know we can take away the argument that the ufc don't have enough money uh to pay the fighters in this time so maybe john jones and conor mcgregor and other few people will be coming back as well but however either either way the the uh the, the institute instituted the protocols very very well and they did uh they did a fantastic job so credit to uh to everyone involved there right that's it. Thank you very much for listening. Sign up. Patreon.com forward slash Man Podcast. If you want to support us. Support myself and Graham. Buy us a point Now that the pubs are opening back up. Uh, and you want to get a shitload of podcasts. Every week. All day. We we like we don't be blown about it. When we put out an extra podcast. We put out an extra podcasts All the fucking time. So sign up. Patreon.com forward slash Man Podcast. And all that's left to do. Is give you the inspirational quote. Of the week. Wake up every morning. With the belief that something wonderful will happen. Because it will. We'll see you next Tuesday. We'll actually see you on Tuesday this time. Because we we'll podcast is coming out on Tuesday. Good luck.